Hello and welcome to the Wrestling Newspaper Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel. Today, we're going to be doing something a little bit different. Basically, I'm going to be talking about my journey where I attended my first ever WrestleMania at WrestleMania 31 back in what would have been late March of 2015 at Levi Stadium. So stay tuned, we're going to be talking about everything around my first journey to WrestleMania, my first experience, and it was at WrestleMania 31. Hello, back on the show. So, as you said, as I said at the start of the show, we're going to be recapping, basically, just talking about what happened when I was at WrestleMania 31. I thought it'd be quite nice for our listeners, maybe some of you haven't been to a WrestleMania, just to see what basically the week's all about. Um, obviously, I'm going to WrestleMania 35 in New York. Um, I announced on our Twitter that the wrestling newspaper we're going to be doing basically a daily YouTube video, which is titled the WrestleMania Newspaper Diaries. Of course, I came up with that brilliant catchphrase. And um, basically, it's just basically we're just going to be doing um, every day. I just plan on doing maybe a 10, 15 minute video or something of just the summary of the day of what happened. I'll take some videos at some of the stuff that we're going to be doing. And um, we've just got tickets for baseball for the New York. Giant, I don't even know the baseball team, that's how I out to a giant. For the baseball on the Tuesday, basketball, I'm a big basketball fan, we're going to be watching the Brooklyn Nets against the Toronto Raptors on the Wednesday night, um, so we'll be taking a few videos there, talking about that. There's basically there's four of us going, we've got our own house in New York for, is it, 10 days? So you should get a lot of stuff on there, we're attending indie shows at the moment, we've decided on we're going to be going to Rev Pro. Uh, on the Friday, we're going to be going to Fight Club versus Destiny on the Thursday. Um, we're also going to be going to the Impact show. The, I think it's a pay-per-view now on the Thursday night. Obviously, we will be ex- attending NXT on the Friday. New Japan and Ring of Honor do MSG on the Saturday. WrestleMania on the Sunday. Raw on the Monday and SmackDown on the Tuesday. So, hopefully, we're going to have some great videos for you. Um We'll be doing predictions, reviews of the show. So it should, honestly, I'm really excited for this. I think it should be really good. So if you've not done already, please subscribe to our YouTube. Just search Wrestling Newspaper Podcast. Subscribe to get our daily updates on videos. There's not a lot on the YouTube channel at the moment. Concentrating more on the audio side of things. But come WrestleMania, you will have a lot of video stuff from the week in New York. I just thought back in the day, I didn't really know... Um, what went on at WrestleMania weekend, I was always curious, so I just thought it'd be a good thing, just to detail basically what goes on, I know there's quite a few video logs out there, um, before I'd ever been, I actually watched um, a lad from, not far from me in Bolton, uh, Anwar, who, he does some great videos, so check his um, YouTube out, so probably going to do something similar to that, I don't know if he's going to this year's WrestleMania, but I've met him before actually, at the airport, at, on the way to Orlando, he seemed like a really nice guy, so... Shout out to Anwar, so check his YouTube out, I'm not just stealing his idea, I am really. 
But yeah, so that should be good. So check out the videos for WrestleMania 35 subscribers for YouTube. But as I said at the start of the show, this is going to be all about my experience at WrestleMania 31 in San Jose. I don't know where it was actually built from being. It wasn't actually in San Jose, Leroy Stadium. Where was it? I don't really know my American geography that good, but I'll see what they're saying. Let me just Google this. WrestleMania 31. WrestleMania 31. Santa Clara, that was it. How have I forgotten that? March 29th, 2015. Levi Stadium, Santa Clara, California. So, yeah, so I, it's hard work, obviously, remembering. I've, since WrestleMania 31, I've started my own business. More importantly, I've had a kid. So, yeah, a lot of things have happened since then. So, I've tried to remember as much as I can. And it was quite interesting to do this journey. Just recapping everything. I was writing stuff down last night. Oh, sorry, I am always seem to be full of cold for these podcasts. Anyway, so let's transfer back. Let's transfer back in time. Four years, it's March 2015, WrestleMania 31. I'm going back. This is just me personally. At the time, I probably had no responsibilities. I, I had a job at a bookmaker's, so I had quite... I was, what, what would I have been then? 24, 25, something like that, maybe? Um, Yeah, so I had no responsibilities, not many bills to pay except a phone bill. Wow, that would be amazing to have that situation now. So I had no problem saving money for this WrestleMania trip. I'd always wanted to go to a WrestleMania. I think the WrestleMania 30 New Orleans, I'd looked into it, but at the time I was going out every weekend, spending my money, going on football every weekend, which I still do now, but well, I still go on football every weekend, but it was a lot harder to save money that year, it seemed, but I decided after WrestleMania 30, which seemed amazing, I noticed how many Brits were there, because you could hear chants of England, England when Wade Barrett was in the ring on Raw, I'd seen videos um, from Bourbon Street, WrestleMania 30, I was gutted I didn't go, I think WrestleMania 30, if I'm honest, probably is the best WrestleMania since, I don't think there's been a better WrestleMania since WrestleMania 30, personally, obviously, well, it would have been great to have been there for The Undertaker losing his streak, and obviously the great Daniel Bryan title win, but unfortunately I didn't go, so I bit the bullet, decided to go to WrestleMania 31, Um, I remember booking the tickets, I think it was in November, I went to one of my mate's shops actually, in the town centre in Preston to use his computer, so I was undistracted from I lived I lived with my nan at the time god bless her um so yeah I thought it best if I just find somewhere quiet to do it um so yeah so I'm booking the tickets it was quite an experience itself for someone who didn't have a clue about any of that it was quite daunting because I didn't know if Wrestlemania sold out back then or what and ticket within 20 minutes of the pre-sale it was saying no searches could be found so it was really stressful and I didn't actually get tickets on the first day um, on the Friday, there was tickets, but they just weren't in the places that I want. So instead, I thought, I don't want to risk it selling out. I'm a newbie at this. Um, so I got floor seats and the risers. Now, for me, the right the only problem whenever I've been to wrestling shows and you sit in those sort of seats, you're just looking at the back of someone's head for most of the show. So I didn't really want those seats. And in February, I was bored at the bookies at work. And I was just scanning through to see what tickets were left for WrestleMania. And to my surprise, there were tickets in the central block of the lower tier. So, obviously, I needed to get rid of my other tickets. So, I contacted Ticketmaster US. 
rang them up, they swapped them like that, it was brilliant, so easy, I couldn't credit Ticketmaster enough for how easy they made that process, they actually, the tickets unbelievably were cheaper in the lower tier central block than in the risers, so I they refunded me about 200 quid, I was absolutely delighted with that, so yeah, so we got the tickets, um, I went with my mate at the time, who was a big Attitude Era fan, so he, he sort of like stayed in touch with the current project, but his time was in the boom period, so we was really excited before we went, I remember going out a lot before we went, which wasn't the best idea, because it meant we spend a lot, spent a lot of spending money, so our plan, I'm just going to outline what we did, we flew from Manchester to San Francisco, um, we stayed in San Francisco for a night, yeah, we should have stayed there maybe for a bit long because I didn't know San Jose was, well, San Jose, um, stayed in San Francisco for a night, we drove down to San Jose the following day, um, stayed there for a week, as soon as Raw had finished, we flew to Vegas for five nights, five or six nights, which was an interesting experience, which I'll talk about later, so that was basically the, the plan of what we was doing. So this it was quite a dramatic trip. This so we get to the airport at Manchester. So we're checking in, and um, at the time I'd probably not been abroad for a couple of years. I'd use my passport every week to go out in our city centre as ID, like an idiot. And the passport was in terrible condition. It had beer spilt on it, and being young and stupid, I'd not even thought about it. Get to the airport, and the people say, "Sorry, there's no chance you're going to get into America with this. The passport's creased. The barcode's all messed up." you're probably not going to get in, and that was it, I was like, oh my god, my Wrestlemania dream is gone, that is it, you won't let me through, um, so I sat there, so I asked to speak to someone else, luckily, um, they rang through to New York, I think Newark Airport was where I was going, and they said, basically, they couldn't give any guarantees that I'd get through, they were willing to let me travel from the British, from the English side, but they couldn't say whether US customers had let me through, so, as you can imagine, the flight there was it was horrible, it was a horrible flight there, because I was just thinking, they're not going to let me in, they're not going to let me in, I knew something would go wrong, they're not going to let me in, so, but at this point, we were just happy they'd let us on the Manchester flight, um, so, funny enough, on this flight, my mate is a big Liverpool fan, I can't stand Liverpool, Jamie Carragher, for any British listeners or football fans, football, no, I said football, football fans, Jamie Carragher was on our flight, so that was quite interesting. My mate was dying to go and ask for a picture with him, but we was better. I don't even think we bothered him. He probably did, actually. I can't remember. Um, so we get to New York, and they let me in the country. If not, if they haven't let me in the country, this would be the most stupid podcast ever because this would be the end of the podcast. But they let me in the country, and I got through... So I was at, honestly, I can't, I remember being absolutely elated that I'd got through, it made the trip even more, like, yes, I didn't think I was going to be able to do it, but now I am. So we flew from New York then to San Francisco, we get to San Francisco, and we got our rental car, we pull up to our hotel, and the hotel had armed guards on the front, and this was like, wow, this is a bit different than what we're used to, <laughs> Um we get in the hotel, it was like, I can't think what the name of, of these hotels were, they was like deer, but it was weird hotels, I think it was Loft, something Loft, and uh, so the guy, we get there, and the guy's like, oh, you know, this hotel, he bungs us into his car, which we thought, shite, we're getting kidnapped here, bungs us into his car, drives us across to the other side of San Francisco, and lets us stay in like this penthouse apartment, 
he was going to charge us an extra $100, but whatever, we had this really nice apartment, uh, we went out, got some beers, just chilled in the apartment that night, I remember waking up really early the next morning, probably about 5 or 6 a.m., I walked into the centre of San Francisco on my own as my mate was asleep, and we just actually had a mooch around, I was like, wow, this is as if we're actually here, um, I think we, we obviously had a walk the following day, we drove up to the Golden Gate Bridge, which was an experience in itself, and we had a walk around, drive around, it was really nice, San Francisco, it looks a bit rough, but it was a real, it seemed a really nice place, and I was, to be honest, I was a bit disappointed we didn't stay for longer, or we didn't visit Alcatraz, which was a shame, because I just thought San Jose, not knowing anything, would be a nice place, so after visiting Al- Alcatraz, not Alcatraz, the Golden Gate Bridge, hopped into our car, and we made the... I don't know, what was it, maybe 40 mile, 40 kilometres, whatever, journey to San Jose, my mate was terrified, on the highways, on the wrong side of the road to us, no roundabout, so that was bizarre, so we pulled into San Jose, now, San Jose, looking back, no offence, I'm really sorry if anyone's from San Jose, I found it to be a bit of a strange place, if I'm honest, I don't know if that was just me, where we were staying, maybe, it was just, considering... I expected WrestleMania to be in like a bit of a bigger city. This was the nearest city to WrestleMania, and it was. I don't know. It was, I've been to New Orleans and Orlando since then, to Vegas, and it just didn't seem. It wasn't a big city. It was like a little city. It, there wasn't a great deal going on. It had seemed. Um, so yeah. So I thought San Jose was a bit of a strange place. We stayed in a Holiday Inn, um, about four or five miles from the center. Um, I don't know, the Holiday Inn was fine, I suppose, we uh, adopted a bar next to a hotel named The Dog House, whenever we wanted to drink, we'd uh, shout, oh, oh, at each other, because we were complete losers, um, th- this was back in the day where I wasn't really in the indie loop as much, so, I'm not sure if there was actually loads of indie shows going on at the time, but if there was, we didn't hear anything about them, I don't know if there was, let me know, I think there might have been a Ring of Honor show, but... I say it was weird because now a WrestleMania is like, wow, I'm going to be watching wrestling for days. It's like a big wrestling wrestling festival. You go more for everything else just as much as WrestleMania. Whereas this, it was just all about WrestleMania. Um, so, yeah, it was a bit strange, really. Obviously, there was just there was an NXT show, but I didn't really watch NXT much at the time. I think that sold out really quick, so we didn't bother to that. So, basically, the only wrestling we went to was Access wrestlemania and raw because this is back when smackdown didn't have a two-hour well it had a two-hour show but it wasn't like its own brand i think it was maybe on the thursdays the friday it was in a different town to wrestlemania and so nobody went to smackdown this is when smackdown was like basically a two-hour main event oh piss off updating me on who afc filed a plane today who cares talking about wrestlemania 31 here so so yeah, so basically it was just three wrestling events, there was no Smackdown, it just shows how much Wrestlemania has evolved, because now, you literally get there, and you've got, we've got basically got Wednesday there's wrestling, Thursday there's about three indie shows, there's loads of meet and greets, Friday it's full of wrestling shows, full of meet and greets, and this was just an access, the main show and a Raw, um, so I'll give you a few stories while we were there, Um so after a few days there, we headed to a bar to watch England uh, football, England football, they were playing, I can't think who they were playing, it was Harry Kane's debut, I know that Harry Kane scored on his debut, I think we won 4-0, we 
we was obviously having a few beers so i nip across the road just to a shop i can't remember what i was buying so this is in the center of san jose who stood there in front of me i thought recognize her page yeah page was there so obviously i normally wouldn't really bother wrestlers if i'm honest but we've been smashed what's up to her was like oh you're from england blah 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 um got a picture with her, talked to her for a minute, actually, she was really, really friendly, um, she just asked us where we was from, stuff like that, so, yeah, so you just bump into wrestlers, it'd appear at Wrestlemania, which was, this was the first time I thought, wow, we're actually at Wrestlemania, here. there's just Paige casually walking down the street, so we left the pub after, well, the bar or whatever, after, there were some strong cocktails at that bar, I remember that, after uh, England won, um, we was walking through the centre, and there was loads of wrestling fans just gathered, in the centre, and we was like, I wonder what's going on over there, so we had a walk over, um, we saw two blondes, there was loads of like, I think it was Zack Ryder stood there, um, people gathered around him, but we looked to our right, being young lads at the time, we saw two blondes in NXT shirts, and we was like, they look alright, do you know who they are, neither of us knew who they were, we said, oh sod it, we'll get a picture, we'll get make a few people jealous back home, so we get a picture with these two girls, years later, guess who it is, I've looked back at the pictures, it's Liv Morgan and Alexa Bliss, back before anybody knew who they were, really. So, yeah, this was in 2015, when pictures with Liv Morgan and Alexa Bliss. Um, Rusev, and Rusev was stood there, he was looking really pissed off and unsociable, I remember thinking that. I, said, I, did, I watched a lot of wrestling, I, I just, I wasn't like a diehard WWE fan back then, I watched the Raws and stuff, but it wasn't like, I didn't watch as much wrestling as I do now, put it that way. Um... So yeah, so Rusev was stood there looking pissed off and so So we thought, oh, there seems to be a lot going on here. We don't want to bother the wrestlers. There was a wine bar next door to the hotel. So we just sat outside in the wine bar watching all these marks beg for autographs. So by this point, we was was pretty smashed after drinking wine all day. Um, we started drinking at about dinner time. We head back to our hotel to get changed about 11 o'clock midnight, ready to go to the to the dog house. And... Um, yeah, so we went back to our room. Well, my mate goes straight to the hotel bar. He's scruffy Englishman. He doesn't need to get changed. So he goes straight to the Holiday Inn bar, and I go back to the room to get changed. So I'm getting changed in the room. I get a phone call from reception. Hello, Daniel. Could you please come and calm your friend down? I thought, oh, fuck's sake. I've left him alone for 10 minutes. What's going on here? So I run out of my apartment, well, out the, out the hotel room, what do I see, ladies and gentlemen? This is a moment I'll never forget. I walk out with my mate. He was a, he's a big lad, right? He is stood in the middle of the Holiday Inn bar with his pants around his ankles and he's in a headlock from Matt Hardy while Jeff Hardy and Gregory Helms are jumping on him. I thought, am I, am I smashed here? Has someone spiked my drink? So I walked over. I was like, all right, what's going on? My mate goes, oh, Daniel, well, my nickname's Ballsy, so he's like, oh, how you doing? He's like, meet my mates. So Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy stood there. He's like, yeah, 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 I've been talking to him, blah, 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 blah. Sat with him, I was like, what is going on here? Jeff Hardy's there, I got a picture with Jeff Hardy. I think we sat and had a drink with him for about 10 minutes. We left him alone after that, but we were just sat on our own table next to the Hardys. <sighs> bizarre, bizarre stuff. Uh, we ditched that, headed out to the doghouse and carried the night on there. Um, I remember waking up the next morning, actually, and, and walking in the hotel reception. I'm not joking, the lift opened. 
there's Matt Hardy, and I've never seen someone looking as hungover as him. Obviously, it was boiling outside. It was about 25 at the time. Matt Hardy's there in his black leathers, looking rough as anything. I think he was with Rebby and Jeff. I'm just like, wow, he looks rough. So anyway, so that was a great story. I'll try if anyone of you listening, you want to see the pictures of my mate with his pants around the ankle with the Hardys. I'll put that picture on Twitter for you. Just let me have a drink of my coffee. Can't beat a bit of good dead air time, can you? Right, so let's get on to the wrestling stuff now. I've told you a few stories about meeting Paige, about meeting the Hardy Boys. It just shows, really, you don't need necessarily to go to access to meet people. Usually, I find you just bump into people at WrestleMania if you get out and about. Flipping cold. I always feel like I have a cold when I'm recording a podcast. Oh, oh well. So, we went to Access. This was like, yeah, right, we're at WrestleMania now. There's all the theme music playing. Basically, I'm not really one, although it wouldn't sound like I'm not really one for going out and meeting wrestlers. We actually, on the way to Access, we bumped into it. We didn't speak to Paige, but... We, there was a crowd of people surrounded by Paige and X-Pac, actually, just randomly on the street. That was bizarre. But, yeah, we get to Access. As I say, I'm not into meeting people that much. Uh, the queue for Access was mad. Anyone who's been to Access will know the guy who is always outside Access. There's loads of them. Programs, programs, get your programs. Every time there's loads of them shouting it. I always seem to get a program. They're always $20, $25, big bastard things as well. Sorry for, for the language. But yeah, so Access said, not into meeting people, just on Mutual, looked at all, all the stuff that they've got there, which is quite interesting, Access. It's not the best, but I'd recommend going if you've been for a first time. I always go, just out of tradition, really. Um, Roman Reigns came out for an interview in the middle of the NXT ring. That was interesting at the time, because obviously everyone hated Roman at the time after the whole Daniel Bryan Rumble fiasco. Um, basically access what they do. They have a few interviews followed by a few NXT matches. And interestingly enough, guess who was wrestling on this access show? Juice Robinson was wrestling. CJ Parker is it? I remember sat thinking, who's he? Who's he? It was Juice Robinson wrestling at Access with probably in front of about 20 people. Here we are years later and he is a star in Japan. So yeah, so that was Access. It was okay. It was fine. Um so that was basically, I think we'll get on to WrestleMania day now, so the big day arrived, I started this by sitting in the hotel, just in reception, I'm a big Preston North End fan, at the time we was in League One chasing promotion, we were playing Fleetwood, which is like a bit of a weird derby for us, Um, it was about 6am, nowhere was showing this game obviously, so I sat in hotel reception, anyone who has a bet in England will know what this is like, <coughs> I had the Bet365 app on my phone, and I'm just watching the graphic as it says, Dangerous Attack, Dangerous Attack. We drew 1-1, inevitably. Not that anyone could give a shit, but while I was doing this, Rob Van Damme was sat opposite me in hotel reception. I was like, wow, this is bizarre, this. I'm just watching Preston versus Fleetwood, and Rob Van Damme sat on the the settee next to me. Didn't bother him as it was 6am in the morning, but... Yeah, so we, as being little dirty marks at the time, we thought this would be a once-in-a-lifetime chance. We were opposite the hard cam. We made a sign. So, PNE. PNE is basically the initials for my football team, Preston North End. So, I made a PNE sign, right? And in Preston, people, I don't know, people in America, what do they say? 
yo dog or yo ooze or whatever they say, buddy or whatever, impress them. For some reason, when you greet someone, you say, hello, well, chavs, as you could say, say, hello, cha, how you doing, cha? So we thought we'd be funny. We made a sign saying, P-N-E, cha. So yeah, so we take this, make this sign. It took fucking ages to make a sign. I'll never take a sign to wrestling again as it's a big job, a big job. So it was... It was weird, this. It just The WrestleManias I've been to since have more of a WrestleMania feel, especially the Bourbon Street one. This was a bit low-key. There was not many Brits, I noticed, in San Jose for this WrestleMania, probably because it's on the West Coast, which is a bit of a trek for the Brits. But, but there was probably some English there, but not as many as I noticed, probably from previous years when I've watched on TV. So we get the, it's like a tram or whatever to leave our stadium about six to seven miles away or something, gish. Um, it was a roasting hot day, honestly. This was the hottest day while we were there. I remember thinking, wow, this is boiling. We had to queue for about an hour to get into the stadium, which was hard work. Um, but it was nowhere near as brutal as WrestleMania 33, I'll tell you that. That was horrible. Um, anyway, so you you might see at the start some of the WrestleMania videos at the moment. They do. They have like a video of people walking up some steps. They've done it in the opening package for years. That was filmed at WrestleMania 31. And I'll never forget the moment where they go, right, the gates are open and everyone charges up these steps. I walk in, look around. This is my first WrestleMania. And I thought for years since I watched my first WrestleMania, which was probably 16, I thought, wow, 15 years later, I'm here. I've made it. Now, the bizarre thing about this WrestleMania was, it was in the middle of the day. Like, you associate WrestleMania with being at night. It was just, looking back, it was a strange WrestleMania. This, it wasn't how I'd imagined it, probably. It was still great, but it wasn't in your head, your picture stuff. It wasn't quite like that. Obviously, you were sat in the boiling hot sun, which was, it was a bit hard work at times, especially during the start of the show. Um, Stardust, Boy, he must have been boiling Cody Rhodes in that outfit. Um, so obviously you all know what happened with the actual show. Um, obviously I can't, I'm not really going into detail, it's hard enough to remember everything. It was pretty hard to write everything down yesterday to take notes. Um, obviously there was the pre-show, I remember Damien Sandow being over in the pre-show Battle Royal. Um, the, the New Day got booed like hell on the pre-show, look what they've become. But yeah, the Battle Royal was actually pretty good. And we had a ladder match to start the show where I think you'll remember Daniel Bryan won the Intercontinental Championship. Um, if anyone wants to see our sign, by the way, it is etched in WWE history. So if you want to see our sign, when Daniel Bryan lifts the IC title on top of the ladder in the top right hand corner of the screen, you will see two bright, luminous yellow signs saying PNE Cha. That was us. That was what later became the wrestling newspaper podcast. Up above Daniel Bryan, I saw it at the start of numerous video clips since. So that is us. I might put that picture on Twitter as well if anyone wants to see it. So yeah, that was it. After this, the signs went. The signs are annoying. People annoy me with signs. I'll never take any again. But it was great. Sometimes I still see the video now. It'll pop up. And I think, yeah, we were there. Um... So, yeah, so there's some things that were great. Obviously, the RKO to Rollins was crazy. Um, it was still daylight at this time for the Sting Triple H match, which it would have been better for the entrances, I think, if it had been a little bit more darker. Do you know what I mean? The entrances, for especially Sting's, would have been better in the dark. Um, obviously, this match was great live. It was 
so exciting live, probably better than it came across on TV. It still came across on TV quite well, but live, this was amazing. Just felt, this felt like a WrestleMania match. Um, obviously, you had the Rock segment with Triple H, Stephanie McMahon and Ronda Rousey. My main take from this was, wow, the Rock promo seemed to last for ages. Crazy now to see Ronda Rousey potentially main event in WrestleMania four years later. Um, I remember at the time, everyone was like, oh, The Rock's going to be facing Triple H at next year's WrestleMania. Instead, what did we get? Eric Rowan versus The Rock. Only in WWE would you pretty much think the booking Triple H versus The Rock for next year's Mania. But no, it ends up being Eric Rowan versus The Rock. Should have just given it Bray Wyatt, but hey... <laughs> People say it might have ruined Bray Wyatt losing so quick. Well, look where he is now, doing absolutely nothing. So, yeah, so the WrestleMania goes on. I remember at the time thinking this has been an okay WrestleMania, but there hasn't really been any classic matches. Um, so I went to the bar, charged my phone up a bit, as this was probably before the period of I knew what an anchor was. So I charged my phone, uh, the plugs they provide at the bar. So I missed Rusev's tank entrance. Yeah, I was fuming. Got back, my mate was like, oh, you missed an amazing entrance. So, yeah, so we missed that entrance. Next, we had Taker versus Wyatt, which seemed like a really big match going in. The match was a bit of a nothing match. I still don't understand the build behind it. Hardly didn't even really comment on Taker losing his streak to Brock. Taker just randomly walks out for the first time, for the first time since losing his streak. And he just walks out, beeps Bray Wyatt and walks back, and that was it. We won't see him again for months. Really, really strange. So, as I said, I thought this was an average show. I'm not going to lie. I thought Cena Rusev was average. It was good. There was lots of good matches, but nothing great. Until we get to the main event. It finally gets dark. Brock Lesnar's out. And for me, this match made changed the show from being an okay show to a very good show. Roman versus Brock Lesnar in a brutal match. This is the first time hashtag Suplex City got trending. Look what that's become. Um, this felt like a WrestleMania main event. Obviously, we had the match goes on for about 15 minutes or so, and Seth Rollins comes out and cashes in his money in the bank. The pop for this was unbelievable. Honestly, it felt like the building was shaking. Um, so, yes, yeah, Seth Rollins wins the title. I can't explain how loud the pop for this was. It felt like your team had just got a last-minute goal at a football match. It was incredible. Um, so, yeah, that was it. Seth Rollins ended this WrestleMania by winning the title. It made it was a great ending to WrestleMania. Since then, I've been to WrestleMania 33 and 34. 33 had a flat ending with Roman beating Taker, and you walked out of that mania like, eh, a bit disappointing. 34 had a great start to WrestleMania. <coughs> Sorry about that. <coughs> and it ended with Roman Reigns losing to Brock Lesnar. And you walked out like, well, that was it. So, yeah, although I wouldn't say this was the best WrestleMania I've been to, it had that great feel-good ending, which you need and we better get it this year with Becky Lynch. That argument's for another day. But, yeah, so you need a good ending to WrestleMania. And this one had it. Everyone was buzzing going out of the arena. Let me have a drink. Everyone was buzzing coming out of the arena. Now, for anyone who's been to WrestleMania, I don't really know what you do. There's taxis, there's buses everywhere. The queue on to get back on the tram was ridiculous. So we started the six-mile walk back to the hotel. Now, being typical English people, we walk the exact wrong way. We end up walking up a dual carriageway after walking for about 
two miles or something, we'd walk the opposite direction, we flagged down a taxi at a garage, and, well, I won't say flagged down, we begged a taxi driver to take us back, and he took us back to the hotel, and that was the end of our long, long day, and our first WrestleMania, it was over, great experience, great ending, wasn't how I pictured it in my head, but looking back, I look at this show, and I'm like, yes, that was, that was a good time, that was a good time in my life, that I enjoyed it, it was really good, and um, I can't explain, once you go to one WrestleMania, you really struggle not to go, again, I don't know how people just go to one, like, I really don't, it's so addictive, although you have to, like, pretty much save for about half of the year to go to these trips, especially from England, it's such dear do, I love it, I love it, I'd sooner sacrifice other things and go to these things, especially, this was great, and it was just WWE, to see how WrestleMania's evolved over the years, where you've now got, I say, the indie shows and everything like that, look, at we've got, and it, look, there wasn't even a takeover at this WrestleMania, there wasn't a SmackDown, there wasn't a big Ring of Honor show, there was, but it was miles away, no, WrestleMania is just amazing, New, the New Orleans WrestleMania was my best experience at a WrestleMania, obviously I went on my own to that WrestleMania, whereas I went with a mate to this one, so you meet so many people, the amount of friends that I made at WrestleMania 34 was amazing, I'm going with some of these ne- to WrestleMania 35 this year, so if you're thinking about going to WrestleMania but you don't want to go on your own, just do it, honestly, it's fine, it is fine, it's easy, you'll be fine, honestly, wrestling fans, look out for wrestling fans, just go and do it, if you're listening to this, you're thinking, oh, can I go to Wrestlemania, if you're from England, if you're from America, from anywhere, just go and do it, you'll be absolutely fine, if I can do it, then I'm sure everyone else can, so yeah, that was it, Um, that was the end of Wrestlemania 31, this was back when I wasn't, I don't know, it was good, it was good, it was a great experience, so next day we was the Raw at the SAP Centre, SAP Centre, whatever, I've never seen a queue as long in my life, we actually, like idiots, didn't go to the SAP Centre, we showed up at the Convention Centre in San Jose, I'm thinking, wow, it's a bit dead here, we got tried to go in, this is our own experience we were, we tried to go in, and the people were like, yo, 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 it, it, dude, it, it's not, it, the show isn't here, it's about two miles down there, so we had to walk there, by the time we get there, the queue was ridiculous, there was like only one entrance to get in to the SAP centre, and it, oh, the queue, it was boiling, there was a queue, anyone who was there at that roar after WrestleMania 31, how long was that queue? Literally, it took about an hour to get in. We got in about 15 minutes before the show started. It was roasting. That building in San Jose, I don't know what the building's called, the SAP Centre. What a shithole. Sorry if you lived there, but it was old. It wasn't great. The facilities were... Like, the MEN in Manchester is miles better than this. The Amway in Orlando is miles better. Um, Maybe not the location at the Amway, but we'll get into that another time. Um, so I say the show, it was a good show, you might remember it for Brock Lesnar F5 in Michael Cole, they teased a Lesnar-Rollins match for the title and didn't deliver, um, there was the Give Divas a Chance match where I think everyone was chanting, you suck Cena, you suck Brian to the Bellas, we had an average six-man tag with Roman Reigns, Ryback and Randy Orton against Rollins, Kane and Big Show to end the show and to end the WrestleMania weekend. So we thought Sting came out at the end, teased the match with Undertaker. That never happened, did it? And that was that. That was, as I say, it wasn't, looking back now, I'm thinking, oh, WrestleMania 31, it wasn't that great of, a, of an experience, but it was looking back. But obviously compared to what WrestleMania has become now, 
I'd much sooner go to these WrestleManias now than back then. Because some of the plans we've got for New York are just amazing compared to what we did back in San Jose. So I'd be curious actually to go back to San Jose with all the friends that I've met over the years at these WrestleManias. But I can't say I would be delighted if there ever was a WrestleMania in San Jose again. I'm sure there will be, but just just go somewhere else, please. If they're going to go back to the West Coast, do 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 LA or something. Do LA. Speaking of LA, I remember a guy in a bar talking to us. And he was like, oh, have you been to LA, you guys? And we was like, LA, it's miles away. He was like, nah, it's about 10 hours, 500 miles down the road. It's only a quick drive. You know, I was like, fucking hell, sorry about swearing. He was like, what? 10 hours? 10 hours? If you drive to the top of England, to the bottom of England, it's about a seven hour drive. So 10 hours to us English lads a long way. We thought the guy was crazy. So yeah, so that was it. The the missions to the Doghouse pub. I've talked about meeting Paige. We talked about drinks with the Hardy Boys. It, looking back, it was a great time to be alive. It was only new. When you first do something for the first time, you never really properly know what you're doing. I'm glad I went to this as it prepared me for WrestleMania 33, which I'll get into on the next episode of the Wrestling wrestlemania newspaper diaries we'll call it what a lovely brand so so my takes for this trip after the trip i'm not going to go into detail about it was just as i say as i say basically what we did after this as i said we flew to las vegas after this um so as for the wrestling sorry i've got a bit off topic here i got a bit confused myself it just shows how much wrestlemania as i said has evolved over the years as i've been it's now a better trip um it's just brilliant it is really, really good. Just go to it, WrestleMania. Um, after this, we flew. We dr- had to drive back to San Francisco. We flew on to Las Vegas and stayed there for five days. Now, I didn't have the best memories of Las Vegas. Obviously, we'd gone for WrestleMania. Vegas is great and stuff, but we'd spent more money than we'd planned. Um, for me, I'm going to be honest, Las Vegas was nothing on New Orleans. New Orleans, I thought, was amazing. Um, the MGM Grand, if you're listening, you can do one as well. We booked for the MGM Grand, um, and as we went to pay on the desk, they wouldn't accept cash. Our cards weren't working at the time. We had a problem with our cards, so all we had was cash. They wouldn't accept it. They wanted a deposit of like two grand or something stupid. So we had to, after a flight, and we arrived at Vegas in like 2 a.m., we had to find another hotel in the middle of the night. We were still, I think we stayed at a prince, some princess hotel, but we was fuming. The MGM Grand can do one. Bell ends. Sorry about that. Um, so, yeah, so we moved to another hotel. We had five days in Vegas. It was nice. We got... It was all right. I don't think Vegas was as good as I expected, to be honest. It might have been the time we was at. I don't know. I'm sure it was spring break, but I thought it was okay. It wasn't... It's You go from a place where it's full of wrestling fans to places where it's just randomers. And it for me... It just didn't live up to the hype. Obviously, it didn't help. We got our cash robbed by a cleaner. We are like idiots. We didn't get a safety deposit box. We hid the cash like underneath the bed or underneath a drawer like kids, like idiots. And we came back from a night out and the $500 that we'd hid had been stolen. So I'm sat there on my phone to my on the phone to my mom to my granddad oh you all right to transfer me some money um or transfer my mate some money because obviously my bank card wasn't working so yeah so i have some good memories some bad memories from vegas um i remember going to a bar and there was like girls dancing or whatever at this bar i tell you one thing that was good in vegas i can't think what the name of the street is is it M- matthew street or something i don't know there's like a street 
Oh, you'll have to enlighten me. I can't think what the name of it is. That was all right. This wasn't actually on the Vegas Strip. It was about two miles away. That was good. Um, but as I say, my advice would be, don't go anywhere after WrestleMania. Just, if you're going to do it, do it before. WrestleMania is like the main thing, the wrestling. So when you go somewhere else, it's sort of like... can't explain it. It's like... I don't know, the Lord Mayor's show's been, it's like, whatever, I can't think what that saying is, it's just like, you've been there, done what you wanted to do, then you're going somewhere else, and it's just, ugh, it's a bit of, you just want to get home, really, at this point, so, after five days in Vegas, which was okay, I'm glad I went, but, wasn't great, um, we flew home from Vegas, back to England, we arrived at England on a bank holiday Monday, at about 8am, I had about $100 in my pocket, we drove straight from Manchester Airport after no sleep on the plane to Bradford. Yeah, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. We went from Vegas to Bradford to watch PNE beat Bradford 3-0 in our chase for promotion. So, yeah, that's how it ended. Um, come back from Bradford after that, and I'm sat there watching Raw, and I thought, not slept in about 30 hours here. Did that really all just happen? I'm watching Raw thinking, did we actually go to WrestleMania? Yep, we did. It took me a long time, about a week, to get back into routine after that, but I think that's the end of my story. I've babbled on probably for ages. I don't know if I've done it in the best way, but I've tried to give you our experience from WrestleMania 31. That was that, the good and the bad. So I'm going to be back hopefully in a week or two with the details of my trip to WrestleMania 33, the changes in my life over the two years from 31 to 33, and the changes from attending WrestleMania. So... Look out for that. I hope you and you hope you've enjoyed this WrestleMania that newspaper diaries recap of WrestleMania 31. This is basically just just thought it'd be good to just get across my story for anyone who's not been to a WrestleMania or anyone who just happens to be interested. I've babbled on for ages. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to the Twitter, which is at WrestleNewsPAPR. We're on Podbean, Spotify. Please subscribe to us on iTunes. You'll get all the episodes updated. I mean, notified as soon as they happen. So search Wrestling Newspaper Podcast on iTunes. Subscribe. Give us a five-star rating as it really helps the podcast grow. We've got a lot coming on this podcast this year. I'm really excited. Um, yeah, subscribe to the YouTube, as I say, we will be back with talking about WrestleMania 33, but YouTube, we're doing a daily diary for WrestleMania 35, the WrestleMania newspaper diaries, you don't want to miss out on that, subscribe to our YouTube channel, I'm Daniel, thanks very much if you've got this far to listen, I really appreciate it, see you later. Getting, 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 you're 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 getting, 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 you're